You're listening to Tower After Hours, a production by Tower Marketing. I'm Lily. And I'm Alex. And we're here to bring you entertaining and insightful commentary on what's trending in the world of marketing. Join us each month as we sit down with guests and chat about marketing trends, insights, and how to grow both professionally and personally. Let's dive in. And if you ever saw him, saw him, you would even say it close. Okay. Like okay. a light bulb. Okay. <laughs> oh, welcome back to Tower After Hours, the holiday special. Um, we always say that it's a special episode because it is. Everyone is just so special progressively more special than the last one. True. But today is a fun little holiday special, and we're joined by our wonderful producer, Marissa. So we're happy to have you back on the pod. Woo! Yeah, I think, girl. was it January when we had her? It's true. We're going so full circle. It is oh a full God, circle. Oh my God, I love yes. that though. That's really cool for us. Um, while we're talking about um, Christmas, we're going to be breaking down some really super cool holiday commercials that I'm sure you all have seen. Um, but we just like to take a second to reflect, you know? It was just Christmas, the New Year's coming up. What better time to look at the past year and all that we've accomplished? So for starters, we got the podcast on additional streaming platforms. You can now find us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music. I feel like Alex right now. (laughs) This is the outro. (laughs) It is the outro. Thanks for listening. But just we made ourselves accessible to a wider group of people. So if you're out there listening, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, girlies and guys. (laughs) Um, We also learned a lot about our vision. I feel like if you haven't noticed, not only do we sound a little different than last year, because last year there was a male host, but I feel like we just have really changed the vision and type of content that we have been putting out. And we had our first external outside of Tower guest. Um, shout out to Miss Brianna Campbell. Yes. And shout out to the Lancaster Chamber Girls, too, yes. that were just on so it. Much fun. And a third and final shout out to all the upcoming guests. Um, yeah. Just so you guys know, we have a lot of great things planned in the beginning of 2024. So you don't want to miss out. Absolutely. And finally, this is something you can't quite see, but I hope that you can tell the quality difference because we did get some new equipment. It's amazing. So it's really fun for us to be able to be using that. And we hope that the quality just gets better and better, mm-hmm. whether it's our content or the sound, whatever it is, it's all to make our audience happy. Yes. It's all for you. <laughs> Marissa said it earlier, 2024, we're making money moves. Okay? We are making money moves. <laughs> so stick along for the ride. You'll be happy you did. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump in. So we're going to be talking about some really great holiday marketing that's out there. But before we jump in, what do you guys think makes marketing around the holidays so memorable? Because you're having to compete with a lot of people who are putting out advertisements, commercials, print ads, everything. So how do you make yourself stand out among the crowd? Great point. I feel like that's even an interesting point is holiday marketing is so different because Mm -hmm. everyone is doing it in some capacity. Um, But I think for me, nostalgia is really just what gets me and seeing families come together because I feel like that resonates with my personal Mm. life um, of just 
oh they haven't seen each other and now they're like coming home for the holidays they're reuniting or like the classic um we're gonna talk about this one a lot like a lot of people have been bringing back not old but like older movies bringing back the characters from that show or that movie and making them reinvent themselves in a holiday commercial and i feel like those are just ones that everyone remembers yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. i would have to agree with nostalgia i think that one hits home Mm -hmm. every time Mm -hmm. it has a way Mm -hmm. of just like pulls on your heartstrings makes you get in your feels and it just you can't ignore it you honestly can't because everyone wants to think back to simpler times and times of usually your childhood or your younger years and yeah I think a lot of people relate to that yeah I'm also gonna throw in I like a good comedy yeah I like when you can make me laugh and we'll talk about this later on too as we're like digging into specifics but I also think the best holiday campaigns are when you don't feel like you're getting sold to Mm -hmm. so they just do a really good job of like making you feel warm around Mm -hmm. the holidays but not necessarily pushing their product onto you which I think is something that's really challenging to do but when you do it it's money Mm -hmm. like it's it's great so yeah that's a good point too because I think eight months out of the year people are trying to sell their products but there's just something that kind of providing the deeper meaning of Christmas and the holiday season and just hey, we're not trying to take your money here. We're mm-hmm. trying to show you this heartwarming experience. And here's just a little information about our product. Yeah. Also, yeah, this like, is from us. Right. By yeah. the way. Let me just slide this did in. Did you know we were on sale this week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's. I feel like that's a. we could segue into the first one, the Hershey Kisses holiday campaign. Mm-hmm. That's one that I think does a really great job of. Okay, so the product, it shows the product. You know what it is right off the bat. But just like the calm jingle, like the bells, yeah. it's just so, it's a nice break from the rest of the like extravagant, yeah. this gift and that. Like mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, it's, it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give a shout out to Matthew um, if you're listening. <laughs> He loves that commercial. That's amazing. That I actually incredible. went through and watched a lot of these ads with him yesterday and got his opinions as well. But that one is his top. That oh, is his top. Okay. He thinks it's quintessential Christmas. Yeah. It's been running for a really long right. time. Right. That's what's cool about it. Yeah. And so. it has not changed since the first time. Right. Of, it's just like they don't need to. Exactly. It's, and that's like the sweet spot. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. to be funny. Oh, I see Ooh. what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know if you guys know this either. This wasn't even a campaign that they had scheduled. Like it was they went into the production and were ahead of schedule and were like, hey, we might as well make like a Christmas commercial while we're here. So it wasn't even planned. It wasn't even thought out as much. And it has seriously been running for 29 years. That's crazy. That's insane. I know. That it still has the same appeal mm-hmm. that much later on from yeah. when they planned to make it. Which is crazy. Ugh. That, this one's probably my favorite one on the list, too. It's just so, like, innocent. Are we talking about the next one? No. The, oh. the Hershey's one. I just oh. love it so much. <laughs> this is, the whole podcast is just going to be about We're only going commercial. to be talking about Hershey right now. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) If anyone from Hershey is listening, we'd love to get you on the podcast. Yeah. And like, we'd love some 
Three kisses. Hershey kisses. Hershey kisses. Hershey kisses. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, HR. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> okay. Maybe some Kit Kats or Twix, not kisses. <laughs> Or just like a good old fashioned candy bar. Yeah. Okay. Keep it simple. Anyway. Okay. So that is the only one we have that wasn't from 2023 mm-hmm. or that like wasn't created in 2023. Mm. So is that wrong? I think the Corona one. Oh. Okay. Let's do that yeah. one next then. Yeah. It's an older one. Okay. I don't the know. The Corona one. I want to let you guys answer this one first because I think I have an unpopular opinion. No. I also. I think. In Marissa's notes, she wrote, everyone loves a tropical Christmas. And I have to disagree. I do, too. I don't know why I wrote that. (laughs) I also wouldn't want a tropical Christmas. Right. But I feel like it appeals to a very wide audience. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that's the key is, like, mom, if you're listening, (laughs) she probably loves this commercial. Um, I feel like sometimes, and this is just a marketing tactic in general, is people always try to reach as many people as possible with their ads. And it's, like... You don't have to do that. Like, not a lot of people, or not everyone, is going to want a snowy, snowman, cold, chilly, by the fireplace Christmas. And Corona was like, we see the people that are like, get me a palm tree, get me a Corona, get me a lime. Like, this is for you. And I think that also makes it more personal where it's like, oh, you're not appealing to everyone with this commercial. Like, you're talking to me. True. True, true, true. What is your unpopular yeah, opinion? So What's your hot take? I think I like the simplicity of it because I think when it's done right, key, um, it can be really effective. I think they were trying to do what Hershey's did mm. and sort of not not necessarily push their product on you, Yeah. but it was almost in a way that was like until the little logo came up, I didn't know it was a Corona commercial. Mm, So, and that could be a tactic that they did intentionally, but like, I'm thinking about the way that I watch TV, which Mm. is probably annoying, (laughs) but I am always doing something else while I'm doing it. So, it didn't have anything in there catching me. Like, even if it's just the the crack of like Mm -hmm. a can at the end. Yeah. When the logo comes up. Like, something to like, re-avert your attention because I would have just missed it completely. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they were close. I think mm-hmm. if they would have had just like a little bit more, I mm. would have I would have liked it, but I just didn't think that it was as memorable. Yeah, that is interesting. Do you ever feel like commercials when they are like quieter or mm-hmm. like simpler, there's not a ton going on, does that almost grab your attention if you are in the midst of like doing other things? Definitely. And then you hear like less noise you're like mm. what's happening yeah. yeah which is like what why i think maybe this one like yeah it could work i don't know i just it just didn't do it for it you just didn't do it for me i watched yeah. it a couple times to see if maybe i was just being too harsh <laughs> but I, yeah i just I it was compared to others yeah compared to others yeah anyone have another one they want to talk about hmm i feel like i have one i know which one you want to do too the Barbie era? Yeah, I knew it. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Why let's, not? Let's talk about another... It's never too soon. Never too soon to talk about the Barbie era. <laughs> I think this one might have to be one of my favorites because of what I think it just encompasses throughout the whole year. Like, they do a good job, I think, of bringing in current trends, current appeals, and then also the heartstrings. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Amazon put out a commercial 
with three older ladies sitting on a bench and they were watching them sled and you could tell that one was kind of uncomfortable in pain and so the other one jumps to Amazon. Amazon's so speedy that by the next day she has this Amazon package and she gives her friend a seat cushion to sit on at the bench and then be able to watch the kids and we had brought this up into the office about who what favorite campaigns they had and someone had said you know it kind of reminds me of like the barbie scene of them on the bench and how she thinks moving forward that's gonna be more of an emphasis in marketing and commercials is the older generation kind of being viewed a lot differently than what they've been viewed in the past or how Mm -hmm. they've been portrayed in the past yeah just having representation in more media yeah that also made me think about this is not a holiday campaign (laughs) we're talking all campaigns but with the golden bachelor Mm. i feel like that was like a similar i know that didn't happen because of barbie but like similar train of thought like showcasing these older women and older man as the bachelor like thought that was interesting too just seeing that kind of pop up more in media let them have their moment yeah kind of showing off like hey even if you're you know above your prime in quotations you still deserve love right (laughs) and you're like you still are a part of society like you're not you're not gone yet you're right you're still living you're still here you still have these experiences so i think it is cool to see that showcase in this way with amazon but also in other forms of media that have typically been showcasing the young 20 somethings right i think it's cool to see it shown in a different light so then at the end of that commercial when they're happily sledding down like they were kids again like that's just it's a cool thing to see so they did nail that one they will they really did they really did and that's the thing i was gonna say like if i'm going off my previous statement of the product wasn't Mm -hmm. really i mean it's a service so you can't really show it but i think just the storytelling element Mm -hmm. of it is what makes it so powerful because even just like the moment where so obviously the older women were looking at the kids and like reminiscing about their past but there's even a moment where the kids are like admiring the adventurous Mm -hmm. spirit of these like three women and so it's kind of like a looking ahead and Mm -hmm. it just feels like a moment of unity yeah and it's just like Oh, that's so sweet. And the song, Tears. too. Yeah. It's the song In My Life by the Beatles. So, like, I caught myself singing it, mm. and it's a perfect song choice for that kind of commercial. But even if you don't know the song or the lyrics, I think it still, like, does the pulling of the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Like, it just has that nice feel to it. Yeah. So, Amazon did it. They did good. <laughs> Love that for them. They really did. I feel like maybe that's also what's missing in the Corona one. Like, what's the story there? there? wasn't a story, yeah. And that's why I, I'm i okay that maybe the product wasn't as evident in the Amazon one, but the story was there. So, right. like, there was something else. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It really does. Yeah, that one was a cute one. Um, This is going back to the Hershey one, but isn't the ending where the like one guy is like going really fast and he like and yeah, then he like wipes his brow with yeah, his paper like, or something like it kind of portrays them as like little orchestra people yeah i just remember that i thought it was cute <laughs> like i feel like that's kind of the storytelling of that one isn't yeah it? like it does have character too right exactly so that is maybe true. that's what you need honestly yeah, yeah. i i see what you're saying because it really was like missing something yeah like, it was so close. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was missing a little pizzazz. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, since we're talking about <laughs> emotional <laughs> tear jerkers, let's just go in. let's just go right in. Talk about Apple's commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one. That one really made me tear up. Like, right. I was. It was, was too early in the morning time. for me to be. Yeah. I I was saying earlier to Alex that I think I procrastinated a little on looking at all the commercials because I knew when you guys said there was a tearjerker that I was like I can't I yeah. just can't do it can't but it it was so sweet I almost feel like t- so the commercial Apple um it was for the iPad mm-hmm. basically it follows the a family as they're traveling back to see their grandparents and the grandmother had just recently passed away so it was a hard time for the grandfather and throughout the entire thing the parents sort of like give the iPad to the kids, like entertain yourself, watch a movie, whatever. But that at the end, you find out that the whole time that they had the iPad, they were making a little like slideshow to show the love between their grandma and grandpa and even their mom and dad. So mm-hmm. it was just like a really sweet, um, I feel like it was almost like a rebrand of the iPad. So yeah. like the iPad generation, everyone's always like, I don't want to raise an iPad kid, which right. I've said it myself, yeah. but it also kind of speaks to the like discovery, the sense of discovery and like mm-hmm. the way that you can do cool things or like important things and learn how to do this from a young age from having that exposure to yeah. Like, yeah. using the iPad. It was like a tricky one because when I first started watching it, you know, when they keep throwing the iPad back yeah. to their girls, I'm just like, Ugh oh like I know they're doing this on purpose like this is for a purpose in this basically a short film um but I was just like why do they keep doing that Mm -hmm. like what is this example that it's Mm -hmm. showing right and then at the end when it gets to and the grandpa starts crying yeah I started crying came over (laughs) (laughs) I know that just once again is hitting the personal yeah but I didn't even think about it in that sense that like the iPad generation, like that is mm-hmm. such a negative connotation on um iPads or like digital screens right now. And yeah. so I Apple was kind of like, Okay, we hear you, we see you, yeah. we understand, but look at this, like look at what yeah. they could do with mm-hmm. it. And so I think it's always cool when a brand does that and recognizes their the negativity around their brand and changes it and puts the perspective in a new light that's so true they really did acknowledge it and say but look what else we can do right exactly raise the bar for their own product that has been around for so long like how do you keep like giving it a new story Mm -hmm. like how do you keep in a way rebranding like the whole ipad system isn't different but right giving it a different connotation and a different meaning of like creativity lives in this thing Mm -hmm. yeah like lives in you and this is what the tool can be for you to use that and, and it can bring your family together right, right. basically it brings in that family aspect yeah it, just, it does a lot of good things yeah that one is a good one it really was did either of you watch the i think madison um like the top 10 mm-hmm. and there was like a short film at the end of that one of apple did you guys watch that oh one? no i, didn't I don't watch think that i watched one. that oh one. my god it was literally the sweetest thing ever the premise was like she is like making a not stick figure but like little characters um short film of her boss and her Mm -hmm. boss is super mean to her so she's like making him go through all these like negative things in the little movie and then she like um comes christmas time and he like passes a gift along to everyone and gives her a gift and it's like a handmade sweater or something or like socks or something 
and she just kind of you can like tell that she's starting to like feel it a little bit and then she's like walking home and she sees her boss like alone eating soup in a restaurant and that's when it hit me because it's just (laughs) everyone's on their own journey right and like (laughs) and so then the next day she like starts changing the film to be more positive and she like comes into the cafeteria at lunch and he's sitting alone again and she like brings him the present and like sits down with him and has lunch with him and it's just so cute and the story behind it is amazing i think apple is really harping on the creativity that you can do with their products Mm -hmm. and they're doing a great job of it by telling that story yeah and the good that it can can do for you and others especially during yeah yeah christmas season yeah lily do you have any comedy ones or marissa i see you have the kmart yeah mm-hmm. should we go into some comedies yeah let's do some comedy let's lighten the let's mood <laughs> brink of crying i mean yes this one was also submitted by <laughs> he, loves it. he gives every sort of emotion yes he gave us a variety um but who can forget the kmart ship my pants <laughs> and that is ship with a p with a p um, but of course, it is the play on words and honestly, a bit of a risky take because you never know how like, yes, it's funny, it's hard to gauge, but it is a comedic tool that not everyone is going to like drive with. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see like kind of the mixed, mixed results. But overall, I do think that um, consumers enjoyed it, thought it was yeah. funny, thought it was clever, but it is, I don't know, it is something that I feel like you're kind of toeing the line of like, is this going to be too far? And people yeah, are yeah. going to be like, this isn't as funny as they think it is. Yeah, That's always true with comedy. I mean, I am all for a brand taking a risk like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? They took the risk and they went all in. They and, did. And I, I, I can appreciate that. I think that's cool of them. I mean, obviously it wasn't too much for them when they did it the first time because then they made a Christmas exactly that's true portion of it so they did a little spin-off of their first ship my pants <laughs> and I, do I have to censor myself I just ship my pants <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's what I was thinking about like could they play that I mean obviously they could play it on real time TV because they're saying ship they're mm-hmm. not saying the alternative but yeah. like I don't know. Is that a little risque for TV? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that's something that they ran into when they started, like, trying to air it. Yeah. Um, But it kept people engaged. People liked it enough that they made us another one. Yeah, right. right. The Christmassy version of it. Um, But I always think it's funny when you see, like, spinoffs, even for commercials. Like, we're familiar with it for shows and stuff like that, but then you see it for commercials but i guess it keeps you know people engaged because mm-hmm. it's like a reoccurring thing it made me think of like jake from state farm yeah or like yeah. mayhem totally. or flow all these insurance companies totally. right the insurance companies are doing it right like where they have a character that you can follow with each yeah. commercial and it's always different and yeah. um keeps people i guess into it but kmart i don't know if it's the best example because <laughs> Do they even yeah, exist Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that they're a brand anymore, so maybe it didn't work out for <laughs> So maybe don't take the risk. I mean, <laughs> maybe small, don't say small shit risk. <laughs> I will say, I forget what the dish company is, but have you guys seen the dish soap company that says, 
it's like two couples and we say we do it every night we do it right after dinner and they're talking about running their dishwasher all the time that's right i feel like that is also like a comedic like yeah (laughs) yes so and it's not i mean it insinuates right a little vulgarity but if you're a child watching that you're not getting that whereas this one was more blatant like yeah which was funny as a kid. I'm not going to lie. I I thought it was funny as a kid. So <laughs> works for me. <laughs> yeah, it did it did work for me. But you got it for me. I also think this one wasn't like super humor, I guess, mm-hmm. but uh, it had a little bit of humor, I guess, when Santa comes in. The Dunka, Dunkin' Donuts commercial, um mm. everybody loves a donut. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, it's true. I think that ad is just like the jingle's catchy. Yeah. The whole... Th- I just... I, I liked it. It felt, like, real to me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was the camera angles. Like, you're looking at people reaching into a box mm-hmm. from down below. And mm-hmm. you're seeing their faces and, like, the little spark of joy that they get when Ooh. reaching for a yeah. donut. Yeah. I mean, we've all felt it. Oh, yeah. Like... A thousand yeah. percent. It's it's not necessarily funny, but it, it feels real. It's cutesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it appeals... That one, I think, appeals to everybody. Right. Yeah. Like, like, that was the point, was to appeal to... Everyone can enjoy Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Like, that wasn't for any niche crowd whatsoever. No. <laughs> yeah. Which they did. Is that the ending where he asked, like, is there any glaze left or something? He says, yeah. who ate all the sprinkles? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Like, that's so relatable, though. <laughs> like, you're in, like, the office setting, and everyone at Tower here loves donuts. Yeah. You're in the office setting, you're like... Oh, I really wanted a sprinkles. Who ate my donut? (laughs) Who ate my donut? Even just like the story of it starts with a little girl crying and then at the end Mm. she has her donut and she's fine. Like, life sucks. Have a donut. Right. The simplicity (laughs) of it. Yeah. It's simple, but it works. No, I love that. Life sucks. Have a donut. (laughs) Honestly. The title of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) Life sucks. Get a donut. Um... Okay, I wanted to talk about the Walmart Black Friday. Yeah, I think that that's it's a here. must. Because um, that also brings in some nostalgia. We're in the shopping zone. Um, this one is pretty much a Mean Girls spinoff. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think there's two. I think there's one for Black Friday and then one for Christmas. Oh, they did a Christmas one? Too. I think so. Okay. Um, they bring back the OGs, Lindsay Lohan, um glenn coco i don't not glenn coco um gretchen wieners gretchen wieners who's the guy oh you go again he says you go again glenn coco and he says he doesn't even go here (laughs) i don't know but that guy that guy is in the commercial too guy yeah guy. (laughs) so they bring back and i love that i love when brands bring back like they take the time to bring back the people that were in it originally Mm -hmm. like it's one thing to like do the spinoff where they're like in the hallway and all the papers are flying like at the end of the burn book with virginia george but to actually have those people in the the character in the commercial with them Mm -hmm. i think just tops tops level for me like that's what makes it like oh this is really cheesy to oh my god i love this Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah that's true if they had just done it with no like characters that look like the original right. it's yeah. like okay i guess like i understand what you're trying to do here right. but you didn't make the mark but they yeah. got they got some commitment right. to bring all of those people back together i know but i did feel like there was mixed 
feelings about this one, which has surprised me because I felt like it was really clever. Yeah. But then some people were saying that it felt cringy or that it just didn't feel like, felt like too much, like they just, they did too much. But I I don't know. I thought the way that they put everything together made sense. Yeah, I think if I can see a little bit of where people may be cringing. Yeah. However, if you're not cringing, like, I feel like a good cringe sometimes. It, you need it. <laughs> and, like, this was a cringe that was, like, the people who are cringing probably didn't grow up watching Mean Girls. Right. Yeah. So, so they're not the intended audience, mm-hmm. right? you know? That is true. Because anyone who grew up watching that yeah. is going to feel some type of way when they see, OMG, that's actually yeah. that's actually them. That's right. Them. That is question readers. So... A little cringe is good, and I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> Everybody needs a little cringe. Yeah. yeah. I do think there's different scales of, like, bringing the people back. Like, oh, like, they really hit, like, every iconic moment in Mean Girls. Yeah. And said, yes. how do we fit it in a 90-second commercial? Yes. Like, yeah. we're going to throw the papers. We're going to say, she says something like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yep. Which, can we just let it happen for her? <laughs> It's been how many years? Just let Could let you it imagine happen. Your own daughter, so many years later, saying the exact same thing. Right. To in you. it, in it, yeah. Like no, imagine her daughter saying "fetch" and it like happening for her. The the type of way you would feel as a mom, like what? Didn't that happen to me? I I wanted that. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I think there's a scale, but I think they nailed it, and I think you're exactly right the right audience is going to think it's cringe, but they're going to also love it. Yeah, yeah. It, it is true. It's a good kind of cringe. And it's a little more niche. It has to be. Not everybody has yeah. watched it or loves it, but the crowd that does, does. Yeah. And that's what matters. Yeah. Exactly. And I guess that's what they went for. And I think it got a little buzz. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So. I mean, that's the first one I thought of when we said, we're going to put together a podcast episode with holiday campaigns. Yeah, we're only like, going to talk about this one. The Mean Girls episode? <laughs> We gotta talk about it. Gotta do it. Yeah, and it's another one of those where, like, throughout the throughout the ep- or throughout the episode, it really it basically feel like is. an episode. <laughs> throughout the commercial, they show different products, but it's more just like I don't necessarily remember those, but I remember it's from Walmart. So yeah. like, they're at least getting their brand awareness out. Yeah. Are we down to just this last one, the perfect tree? <laughs> yeah that was in that list also of like the top campaigns was that the one that madison yeah, yeah. it was like in that list and it's for john lewis which is oh. a uk brand so i didn't know what it was for i at all. still don't know what it's for <laughs> it's like a department store oh okay. a uk department store okay. basically um so it has like a bunch of like a target i guess Oh, okay. um because they have like a bunch of different types of products interesting um but i watched it and <laughs> it stuck with me because it was cute but it was bizarre yeah it was very different than any other one that i've seen um but it's basically about this little boy and they're like at a christmas market yeah. and he buys this box with a seed in it that's supposed to grow a christmas tree but instead it ends up <laughs> growing this large venus flytrap mm-hmm. that like has a personality and like they're doing christmasy things together Aww. and it's kind of like a pet yeah um and eventually it gets so big and it's kind of like 
destroying the house a little bit. So mm-hmm. the, the mom, the grandma, the sister, whoever, they're like, this needs to go it's outside. It's got to get, yeah. This oh. could not be in here. So they pull it outside into the cold, get a real Christmas tree, put the Christmas tree up, but the little boy's just looking Sad out at his, at his Venus flytrap out there. So then Christmas Day rolls around, and they're all kind of, like, getting their presents and stuff, and he comes marching in with all of his, like, coat on and stuff, grabs a present, goes outside, and puts it in front of the Venus flytrap. Oh, that's so cute. And the Venus flytrap, like, wakes up, shakes yeah. some snow off, and then the rest of the family brings presents out, too. And, and then it hits you with, a, like, the Venus flytrap, eats one of the presents yeah. and you're like no this can't be happening but then it spits it out and everyone gets their gift like yeah. it was he was unwrapping it yes. oh and so it's like this happy like yeah oh, like look at what it's doing That's so, so cute. i feel like it was just so like innocent in yeah. a way it was yeah. very very weird yeah. but i don't know it worked like it had me sympathizing with a venus flytrap <laughs> yes honestly <laughs> so something was done right yes and i think that even though it's a brand that i can't really shop at i appreciate it and now i know who they are i'll remember them i had to look them up yeah i'm ever in the uk i know where i'm going first honestly john lewis we're coming for you (laughs) if you would also like to sponsor us (laughs) we'd love to take a trip from across the pond worldwide (laughs) yeah i think it also like maybe this is not related to the holidays at all but it reminded me of just like being a kid and finding beauty and things that Mm. normally you wouldn't Mm -hmm. which sometimes I feel like maybe around the holidays you kind of feel that too like things just feel more meaningful yeah or we've been marketed to believe that it's more meaningful (laughs) I mean you know honestly true but I think it is so because everyone likes to feel important everyone likes to feel appreciated loved yeah and i think that in that commercial yeah made me feel that way it's true love your venus fly traps (laughs) give give them some love today (laughs) give your venus fly trap (laughs) the venus fly trap in your life give them some love oh geez i will say this is like my key takeaway point that i wanted to mention is I think a successful holiday campaign is focusing on a story, focusing on a feeling, an emotion, uh, event in time, and not the products you're producing or services you're serving. Make them the supporting role, not the main character. Yeah. Yes. Boom. <laughs> like what they do with the Lancaster Chamber yeah. podcast. Okay, I think that's all we have for today's episode. Just a fun little holiday special. Um, We also just recently put out a part two. Um, So there's now two episodes out in December, in case you missed one. And we talk with the Lancaster Chamber girls about their future initiatives and what they see in as the silver tsunami, is how they put it. So if you're not caught up, please rewind, go back a few episodes, and make sure you are. Um, You can find us on socials at Tower Marketing on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And we'll see you in 2024. All right. See ya.